Hello, this is Devin. Uh, you're listening to Earth 94. This is a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast where basically what we do is talk about everything marvelous in the cinematic universe that we call our very own home. This is your first time listening to the podcast. This is what we like to do from week to week basis, covering everything Marvel news, reviews, give us some feedback, spoiler talk, and giving awesome content to the world. My name is Devin. I'm one of the split personalities on this podcast, where the other one you're going to hear from in just a second is my partner in crime, and sometimes he's caught driving a white Cadillac limo. Is it a limo? Yeah, it is. I can't do the show without my better half right here. His name is the one, the only, Louis Tonnerini. Uh, let it be known that I have never been in a uh, in a Cadillac at all, and I've also never been in a limo at all. Some some friends of mine went to went to prom in a limo, and my friend Brett drove me to prom and then picked me up. True story. Uh, didn't I meet up with you after your prom? You guys went bowling, right? Uh, that doesn't sound correct. To be honest with you, I think we went to Applebee's. Maybe <laughs> I don't remember Denny's. Maybe ah, oh, fucking prom. Oh, but we're not here to talk about the saddest day of my life. Not really, but still, <laughs> we're here. We're here to talk about Moon Knight because uh, we yes. slacked on the finale, and this isn't going to become the Eternals. We slacked. We slacked for sure. The problem is, Multiverse of Madness came out the same time, so we had to like do that stuff for real. That's what really did it. Is the fact that. Um, we had to do a lot of catching up pretty much just because of how Doctor Strange was falling within that same week and everything. So, I mean, there's more to talk about with the Doctor Strange personally than there was the Moon Knight finale and all like that. Uh, and plus, we wanted to have people on the show. We had an awesome interview and got to talk more about the movie too with Mike of uh, Boys of Fall than we recently had from a previous episode. Brian, who's also uh, the mastermind behind Mr. Marvel Minutes podcast. Go check him out. As well as had our good friend Brandon on the episode goes by jabs and so go check that out where you pretty much went in to a very lengthy two-hour episode all about multiverse of madness so i think we've kind of uh mommed out for lack of a better word we talked about the movie for longer than the movie <laughs> yeah actually four minutes no was it two hours and six minutes two hours and four minutes but if you count the preamble before and after we definitely talked yeah longer than the entire movie good point well, Louis, what we like to do here for the good folks uh, who listen to Earth A94, we always like to kind of catch up because, like, you made a valuable point before we started recording. It's been a while since you and I have just recorded just you and I. We've been having people on, which is awesome, but it hasn't had that, uh, you know, very just the two of us moment. Just the two of us. Three. It's a wait a minute. Never mind. So, Louis, I want to catch up. I want to talk what's been going on with you, my man. So, you know, I have to ask. MCU for you. Oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, what has been MCU for you, my man? Oh, it just cracks me up every time I hear that because that is my voice and that is so damn silly. I love uh, it, man. I love it. It was one good take, and I was like, oh, I'm using this. You're like, whatever, man. And then coming next episode, you're like, oh, son of a bitch. There <laughs> it is. He put it behind Captain America's theme. 
MCU. Let it be warned, anyone who's ever on this show, I will always take your samples and I will rip them and I will turn them into effects and themes and transitions galore. So be warned. If you're on the show, I will take it. Also, be on the show. We're fun. MCU for you, friend. I feel like I haven't done much. But um, last Sunday, this is going to be a long walk for a short drink of water. But here we go. Last Sunday, I I had to borrow my neighbor's lawnmower because my grass was so incredibly long, it needed to be cut. But my lawnmower was in, I took it to Ace Hardware to get fixed. If you're not from the Chicagoland area, I believe Ace Hardware is a very Chicagoland thing. Uh, that is a hardware store. Anyway, my lawnmower is getting fixed and my grass is like begging me. Like when you walk through the grass, it like grabs onto your your legs and it's like, kill me, you know? So I needed to cut my grass. And I borrowed my my neighbor's lawnmower and I did the whole backyard, the whole side yard. And my yard's not very big. It took me a little bit, but... And then my lovely, beautiful wife calls me in the house. She says, dinner's ready, come eat. Cool. Excuse me. So we ate, blah, blah, blah. After dinner... It's time to put the kids for bath. I'm going to go finish the yard. The problem is Henry does not want to go up for bath. He wants to go play outside. Well, Ada, my daughter, is covered in food. She needs a bath. So I have to watch Henry. But I do have to finish cutting the grass. So I brought his little trampoline outside and he's jumping around and I'm just cutting the grass in the front. And I, I, I have a very distinct dad voice. 98% of the time, Henry does not listen to me, but if I yell at him, he will. So I knew he wasn't going to run away. So he was jumping on his trampoline and I'm cutting the grass and eventually it became, I would walk the one way and he would chase me. And then I'd have to turn around to cut the other way. And then he would run away. So it was like a game we were playing while I was cutting the grass. And this is where it becomes MCU, kind of. So I bought him his own lawnmower that's like a bubble machine. And I needed to order that from Amazon. And I said, well, since I'm ordering that, I might as well get a a new Funko Pop. Am I right? So <laughs> President Loki came to the house. Um, hey. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh but we got the package and it's just a box and and Henry is trained to know that if a box comes and it has daddy's name on it, it's <laughs> going to be a Funko Pop every time. <laughs> Daddy, what Funko Pop? You got Funko Pop, Funko Pop, Funko Pop. And uh, I said, no. And I opened it up and I said, look, it's your lawnmower. And Hannah was like, wow, I can't believe you didn't order a Funko Pop. And then I handed Henry the Funko Pop. Go bring this to your mom. Walked it in there. She just started laughing. She goes, yeah, you have a sickness. Yes, I do. And that, yeah. And then uh, today at work, we were out of bottled water, which isn't a problem, but everyone bitches. So the guy that usually gets the water went on vacation and he's going to be gone until like the week after next. Mm-hmm. So today we were so mm-hmm. slow. I just told my boss, I was like, Hey man, I'll run to Sam's club and get some water if you want. And he's like, sure. I said, how many cases do you want? He goes, 
20. Okay. Usually we get like seven. So, so I went to the Mm -hmm. Sam's club and I got an ass load of water and right next to the Sam's club is a GameStop. And here's me hoping that nobody from work listens to the podcast. Cause I certainly went to that GameStop and I got a T'Char Lord (laughs) Funko pop. (laughs) I was looking for either Kate Bishop with a dog or I just need original Loki to finish the, uh, the original set from Loki. But yeah, alas was not meant to be, but they had so many there today. They had like white vision. Mm. They had the the Monica Rambeau. I was like living in Funko heaven, but I only bought the one because I have self-control. But if I really had self-control, I would have bought zero. And, uh, you know what? No one's judging you for it. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. But other than that, uh, just nothing too marvel-y, I would say. Just living life. How about you, Devin? You know, man, I, uh, I've been saying it the last few times we've recorded. I'm in a huge Star Wars kick. What's up? I forgot something. Just today. It. Just today, I was... <clears throat> I, I deleted my Facebook, right? Not the, the account, but the mm-hmm. app from my phone because it makes me depressed. Anyways, I so I don't just mindlessly scroll. And I was looking for something to do today. And so I was like, oh, I'll just turn on a podcast. And I was, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brian when he comes on the show, Mr. Marvel's Minutes. And I was like, oh, listen to his newest She-Hulk trailer breakdown. I could only listen to the first half because the second half was a Thor trailer breakdown. I didn't want to hear that part. But I was listening to his, I told you this, but I was listening to his podcast and he does the whole She-Hulk thing. And I love his, like, what, what do I want? Like his, uh. What's the word? What's the word, Devin? Give me the word. Where you predict. I love his predictions. And uh, he just notices things that I would never, ever notice, like Frogman. And he's like, oh, Frogman is the uh, son of supervillain Mr. Frog or some shit. And I was like, how do you know this? How do you know who Mr. Frog is? When you say Frog in MCU or Marvel, I think of Toad from uh, X-Men. Regardless. Mm-hmm. regardless after mm-hmm. the uh the breakdown he goes into his this or that that he does on his instagram page follow him at mr marvel's mm-hmm. minutes if you want to do like a this or that thing that he does on this story it's pretty cool you know and something fun to do but he did like spider-man versus captain america and spider-man won by a landslide because people like spider-man right um Professor X versus Magneto, Storm versus Jean Grey. He said Jean Grey would squish Wanda, which is probably true, but also surprising. But then he he had uh, Deadpool versus Wolverine and Deadpool Mm -hmm. won. But he was like, oh, I have to say sorry to my friend Louie because Wolverine did not make it. And then he Mm -hmm. goes on to mention that he was a part of the roundtable from last week on the earth eight nine four podcast and he plugs us pretty well. So I want to hey, say man. thank you to Mr. Marvel's minutes. I want to say, go follow Mr. Marvel's minutes on Instagram. I want to say, go follow him on his, his podcasting platforms. Give him five stars to do all that shit, man. Come on. Sorry, Devin continue with your MCU for you. You're on a star Wars kick. Obi-Wan Kenobi comes out tomorrow. He's going to have a lightsaber. 
Oh my god, yes, you're right. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi's coming out, and honestly, I'm going to be probably waking up at 2 in the morning, because uh, we're recording this on a Thursday. Help me, so Obi-Wan I can Kenobi. go watch it. I said, help me or I, save me? Help me, Obi-Wan I Kenobi. I thought it was help me. Hope. See, I was, see, I'm a Star Wars guy. I knew you had it. No, I doubted you. You've, you've seen them all, right? Yeah. Um, Twice. Yeah, so basically, um, <laughs> I'm on a huge kick, so I've just been plugging away at it. But I will say, uh, this past week, which we'll tie into the news here in just a moment, but Thor, Love and Thunder, there was that incredible trailer that dropped on Monday. And so uh, me and Mr. Marvel Minutes himself, Brian, we uh, did a little bit of a co-stream uh, Instagram Live on Monday night right after it dropped and everything, and I feel so bad to my lovely girlfriend, Alyssa, because I told her, I think, you know, maybe about 20 minutes, 25 minutes tops, and then I leave, and i like, oh, no, that was an hour. <laughs> we lied for an hour. <laughs> oh, no, I'm in trouble. I'm in danger. <laughs> uh, I'm in so danger. I apologize. <laughs> but, yeah, I did not expect there to be so many things you could pick apart for that trailer. It just kept on going back and forth, and it was really fun. So I, of course, respecting Louis's very solid and right decision to not watch trailers right now. I will not spoil anything. Uh, so go check out our Instagram. Hey man, you hit watch that the spoiler two alert. Minute video. You hit that spoiler alert. I'll take my headphones off. Do what you need to do. But it's all good, man. It's uh, I want people to watch that live. It was, we found some really good stuff. But there's some more theories and everything. So um, as we get closer to the date, we'll have probably like a you know like a predictions episode and everything. We'll talk about it and have some more fun with that, have Brian back on the show and everything. Um, yeah, but that was really fun to do. It was really, really fun to do. So aside from that, I'm just trying to kind of get back in the comics. I think I've said it several times. I'm trying to read Secret Wars, and I'm still only on issue five because when I finally sit down and try and read comics, it's usually at night, and once I start reading, I get super drowsy within minutes, and then I just... And I'm out. Like I'm frozen in the Antarctic. Um, so I need to kind of get that going. So this is why I want to plug real quick before we go and transition into the news. We have a Discord channel and you can join that Discord channel by going to the link in the show notes. You can go on to our website. We have an invite code there as well as on our socials and everything. But the perks of joining it is that we drop little tidbits here and there. You can be with some very like-minded individuals and talking about all things MCU and even non-Marvel stuff like me and some other people. We've been actually talking about Star Wars and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So there's a really awesome community that we're building there. And so one of the ideas I want to do is actually uh, if we can get enough people interested in it, doing like a once a week, read a comic and we talk about it in one of the Discord channels. So we could uh, talk more about it and just kind of uh, help me be accountable and actually read you the damn things that we paid for. club. You're trying yes. to start a book club, Devin. You it's a graphic a novel club, actually, Louis. <laughs> you are starting. I know. A book the more club. I think about it, but you are a carrot. We're doing I a love it. Comic book club. Comic book club. Just pictures, uh, and it's easier to read because I'm illiterate. Same. So yeah. So go ahead and join our Discord, and uh, we'll uh, get that going. It'll be really fun. I think it'll be a really cool time, and you know, maybe we can convince Louis to join us too. One comic a week. We'll start off with one comic a month. How about that? Thinking about getting a Kindle Paperwhite and just maybe not Paperwhite, whichever Kindle is the one you could download mm. apps. Because I'm I tried to read them on my phone. Kindle and Fires. So small, <laughs> like I think you can read it online too on like a laptop. I think you yeah, can. but then when I have my laptop out, everybody wants a 
part of me. And I feel like if I have like a Kindle, <laughs> I could read it in my bed while my wife's asleep yeah. or something in the morning. True, true, man. I feel you. Yeah, I. Uh, that's why I primarily got an iPad too, is because it makes it so much easier to read that. Because I'm also old, and so I like to look at my pictures bigger. And oh, I don't have reading on the uh, phone is a pain in the ass. I don't have seven thousand dollars for an iPad, or how about the cheap one? Fuck, or excuse my language, or the six hundred dollars you just spent today on a PlayStation Five, you jerk. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I guess that goes an MCU for you or for me. Um. I have literally tried 50 to- 15 times, one five, since its uh, initial release because I was a, don't, a dum-dum and did not pre-order. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad I finally won. It took a lot of work. So, so you're going to be playing You're going to be playing Spider-Man and I'm going to be playing at the park, you jerk. Hey, well, you can play Spider-Man at the park. Yeah. You actually got things you can swing off of and yeah, hang from. But I'm a big fat man. I can't swing off of anything. You also have to come over and we'll watch the ray tracing together. Don't or you, I'll come over and we'll we'll play. Don't you dare threaten me I'm with a excited. good time, Devin. <laughs> I'm very excited because now I can finally buy 4K DVDs. Because I am a high-quality slut. Anyways... <laughs> You know what people are sluts for? Thor. So let's talk about uh, that trailer a little bit. News or footage. Keyword Marvel News. Wave me back in when you're ready. I'm not going to go into spoilers. I just want to talk a little bit about it. <clears throat> oh, you, that was the news one. That wasn't the spoiler one, Louie. You dumb, you dumb, dumb man. Well, I'm still talking about the Thor trailer, but I just want to talk about it a little bit. Um... So like I said, we did an Instagram live for literally an hour. It's uh, You can go check it on our page and you'll see it. But what I will say is that this trailer definitely did a good job of if you watch it, you'll enjoy it. But if you start to pause and try and like isolate the various scenes and sequences and really try and look at stuff, you're going to find a lot of crazy detail, which I was very impressed with. Um, like I said, I don't want to spoil anything for Louie. But if Louis saw this, I think if he would literally be so overjoyed with what's to come. Already am. Already am. Yeah, so it's... Louis, you're going to have a great time. You're going to have such a great time. <clears throat> so yeah, Thor Ragnarok is my number one Marvel movie. Yeah, Depending still- on how this movie goes... Do you think it could potentially be your number one above that? Um, Keep up the Thor train? Has potential, yes. But Thor Ragnarok was just... I think Thor Ragnarok is just the best because I wasn't expecting it to be the best. And then you watch Mm -hmm. it and you're just like, this is so great. So, like, now I have expectations for this movie. And, you know, I love every movie. Like, I, I enjoyed Morbius. That Morbius was an enjoyable time. Did I think it was good? No, no. But did I think it was every time? Did I think it was enjoyable? Yes. Um. But yeah, I am so looking forward to this movie. July, probably. I think it comes out what July seventh. I think it's the sixth. Well, I think seventh is uh, like the release is Miss Marvel. I think seventh. 
I don't remember. It's the release date, but yeah, we always go the, the day eighth, before. But we go the day. Yeah, so you're right. It's the seventh. Okay. It is the seventh. So you're right. Yeah. Unless Marvel wants to bring us to the premiere, then we'll go see it happily like a week early. Yeah, I'll straw hat goofy myself Birthday all over the fucking place. Podcast.com slash contact. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin Feige. Uh, yeah, so, I am super excited so gonna, for this movie. Go on. So with expectations, uh, you know, with great power comes great expectation. What would What do you think would need to happen in this movie to bump it up above Ragnarok in your personal ranking? I have no idea. From what you, from just what you know, or what you want to really see from these characters. I mean, obviously, you know Jane Foster's in it. You know Gore the God Butcher's in it. You know Thor is in it. Obviously, what would you want? Ah, uh, man, I have no clue. Man, I have no clue. Like Thor was. Or just, what do you want to see? Thor was to bump it up. Just Thor, what do you want to see? Thor Ragnarok was so good because it was just, it's just so like funny. But it was serious, <laughs> but like Thor wasn't some boring dude like he was in Avengers and in and in Thor and in Dark World and everything else. Like like Chris Hemsworth got to really step out of his shell that he was in. And mm-hmm. I loved it. And I loved Korg and I loved the whole Loki stuff. I liked the Hulk stuff. It's so quotable, you know. Uh the biggest problem problem with that movie would just be the the villain you know hella mm-hmm. hella was cool i really i really liked hella i don't want to say that she was a problem but you know like where the movie was so fun she was just very serious like there's that that picture yeah. all the time that you see of uh hella i can't remember her name the actress but hella Kate blanchett Kate blanchett all Hell it out, and then it's Taika Waititi sitting there all little showing her something on her on his phone or something. Yeah, and it's, and it's just like he's so out there and funny, and all this stuff is happening, and then she and then it just cuts to her, and she's just like very, very beginning of Thor. You know, she's like Odin, proud of what he has, but not proud of how he got it. And she like shoots a. a knife into the sky and everything falls and blah, blah, blah. And it's so like theatrical or the rest of the movie is just like, Santa, son of a bitch, you're alive. Mm. Shit like that. So with this movie, I, I want still the, the funny stuff, the quotability stuff. Um, I don't expect other Avengers where like Thor Ragnarok had the Hulk. I don't expect like a like a, a different Avenger to be here. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Valkyrie stuff. I really hope like I hope they don't sit there and just push the narrative. You know, I Valkyrie. The big thing is she's trying to find her queen. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I just really hope they don't just sit there and shove it down our throats. Just like she's going right. to find a queen. You know, it's like, cool. That's awesome. Can we just move on? Like, mm-hmm. um, and also, uh, what what I think you're waiting for me to get to here is Christian Bale, Batman, uh, is going to be the bad guy in this movie, according to uh, rumors. <laughs> Not really. According to uh, mm-hmm. just what it is, uh, Gore the God Butcher, which is terrifying. Um, 
it's always good when when enemies have names that rhyme. So uh, Gore versus Thor is going to be one for the <laughs> ages. Um, Gore versus Thor to I've, settle the score. Yeah, and Thor four. Yes, oh. Thor four versus Gore. I've uh, I've done a little bit of research on Gore. I don't know how they're going uh. to get his necro sword or whatever the hell it is, because that is a mm-hmm. very symbiote driven thing as Richard pointed out to me yesterday and null creates the necro sword that he uses to mm-hmm. butcher said God. And mm-hmm. so it's, are they going to introduce null? Like anyway, I, I feel like that's, this is not the place to introduce null. Null should be with, if null shows up, I will literally shit my pants. Null should be with homie right here in Sony. Just, shitting all over everybody um gore i did not watch the trailer i have seen a few stills from the trailer so i've seen like thor's back whatever Mm. i don't i don't want to know what it's about i want to see what it's about when it comes out but i've seen a few stills of gore and some of them he looks horrifying you know like uncle fester fucked vision fucked Voldemort and made gore the god butcher like he is terrifying and some of them he just looks like christian bale but mm-hmm. still like i have no idea who gore the god butcher is and i don't mind that mm-hmm. uh, a few months ago probably at this point you and i were talking about how we're getting into villains we've never heard of before aren't you excited for that and i had to point out to you that like marvel doesn't have villains that nobody that you've ever heard of before. And then you thought about it and you're like, that is true. Like Spider-Man mm-hmm. has villains you've heard of before, but then you, you know, who knows who Malekith the dark elf is or Eric Killmonger, unless you're a black Panther fan, you don't, you don't know who that is. Like, I'm sorry. And then you watch it mm-hmm. and then you become a huge fan and you have so many Killmonger Funko pops and stuff like that. So, Thor, I'm excited. I'll take it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Thor. Man, I'm excited for you because that trailer really just got me hyped up for it beyond relief. Um, so when we when we circle back when the time is right uh, next month to talk more about it, I think we're going to go just crazy in the deep end, which is predictions and everything. Um just to have fun with it. So I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm just thinking of a moment in the trailer where I think you're going to laugh your ass off and I just can't wait for you to react in the theater. I might have to record it. Brian, I might have to record the whole movie. Brian had mentioned Moon Knight coming back in this movie. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into Moon Knight later. But I feel like that's just way too soon. That would make it seem like they just made the Moon Knight show just to jam him into Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. And because Khonshu's a god, but he's an Egyptian god, or Thor is a Norse god, and and the whole thing is this guy's a god butcher, but he does he butcher these gods or does he butcher those gods? And and it's gonna be interesting, you know. We're gonna see like Kratos, it's gonna be wild. Kratos. Yeah, you know what? I think that's a good point where we should transition here and actually talk about the subject matter of this episode which is moon night moon night you sexy motherfucker <laughs> please that don't the theme, guys please don't that clip that 
<laughs> well, now that you mentioned, <laughs> I am totally clipping that. Um, I'm going to use that for something. Just <laughs> for every time we talk about Moon Knight. Moon Knight, you sexy motherfucker. I'm going to put some, oh, I'm totally going to put some synth wave, like 80s, like. Oh, Moon Knight ended like three weeks ago. And I, I don't even think you and I have talked about it at all, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't think we really have, to be honest. It was. So the finale was good, right? I thought the finale was good. I think it's one of the better finales uh, from the streaming series, you know, comparing it to how a lot of people have criticized all the Disney Plus series. They they start off good or like they, they get the hype up there for like the final episode. Um, but the final episode just kind of does it doesn't do the superhero landing man it misses the mark a little bit hmm. this show i felt did better mainly because it wasn't trying to connect the entire moon knight story to everything else uh right away like we know the falcon winter soldier has a piece we know the wandavision especially with multiverse of madness has its own piece it ties into it so having this being a little bit more separate a little more exclusive i think helped out in the long run However, I don't know how I feel about it that they brought it back in the final big showdown that they literally did the whole and then you wake up and then it's a bloody gory mess because Jake Lockley, which you find out in that uh, end credit scene, is the one who's super violent and just kills and kicks everyone's ass. So the whole like big anti-client, like it was very, I, I can't tell if I like what they did there because it wasn't like the first time they've done it or if it was anticlimactic um, with pretty much how he just turned the tides, completely kicked Harrow's ass, and then pretty much left him breathing out of a tube by the time it was over. I've been saying that since that? episode one, man. I said, Still not this, a fan of it? This is the only show in existence that cuts the action. Like, like for good reason, though. For good reason, because it literally is showing, like, that he takes over when it's really time to do it, and no one knows what's going on. They all black out because they didn't even know there was a third personality this whole time. Uh, from Mark Spector and um, uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting his the other Mark Spector and Jake Lockley and Stephen Grant. Stephen Grant, thank you. So between Stephen and uh, Mark, they didn't even know until they, you know, died and had to go through circulating and come across everything. So I I, I don't know. I kind of wonder if, what if they did that for the first time in the final episode, right when that battle, you're like, well, what just happened? Like, would that have been more effective if they literally only did it once and it was at the very end? Um... Or even once in the first episode, and then once at the very final episode. I don't know. It like builds up the Jake Lockley of it all, so I can understand why they did that. Mm-hmm. But it is rather annoying. Like you want to see these the action scenes, and then this yeah. they're just like, no, nope. Like you still got a lot of action. You know, Moon Knight doing the fighting, Mister Knight doing mm-hmm. the fighting which was impressive to say the least because they were both very different fighters. Mm -hmm. And for, I I assume it's stunt doubles, but still like you're doing these, like 
the one guy has to fight completely different than the other guy. And yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, it was kind of good how they actually separated the various personalities and everything and what made them unique. Um, now, I was going to say, now he's getting his ass whooped and then he and just mm-hmm. comes back and, and, uh, Layla goes, Mark, what the hell was that? I don't, I don't know. Or she says something along those lines. Um, do you think Jake Lockley just uses the original Moon Knight suit? Or do you think he gets a different suit? And she's saying, what the hell was that? And knows that it was something different? Or do you think that she's saying, what the hell was that? Like, you just lost your freaking mind and started murdering this guy, man. Like, get a hold of yourself. Yeah. I've been thinking about that throughout the episode. Um, I think he does have the same uh, standard one. What is it called? The ceremonial garb or whatever. Sure. Like, yeah, the main <laughs> the main Moon Knight outfit regalia. I saw. A... I think he uses that one. I don't know if he uses a like a his own, which I think would be cooler, but maybe he doesn't. At least at the beginning. I saw a rumor on TikTok. So take that with the grainiest of salt that Jake Lockley does have his own suit. They were talking about it in the production or whatever. And it's going to be the the regular Moon Knight suit, but with the black parts. So not not black like Batman, but it's going to still be white. But if you look at like the old comic books, he does have black on him from like the night showing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Where, Where the Moon Knight we have right now is just white. And Mr. Knight, just yeah. white. Where this other one has a few black uh, accents, highlights, whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So that's a possibility that he gets like some of the dark shit on him because he's so dark. But I don't know. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like actually giving him like more black, dark shading. Like shadows and kind yeah. of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think you're right. Um, but also, without knowing too much about the source material, um, I don't know what else it could look like. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. It kind of looks like this, right? That'd yeah. be the idea. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically his pants are black, his actual mask is black, but like the white accents are like but his he's, cape, his but chest. He's and more, and stuff yeah, like but it's white. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Looks like a perfect yin yang. Um, or even, <clears throat> I say this, and now now the damn phone won't load. Um, something like this. I know that's a Funko Pop, but right where it's black in some spots, but mostly white. So mm-hmm. that that's an option too. Obviously, we'll, we won't know for a while, but. Or maybe we'll know July eighth. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope they do the. <coughs> God bless you, sir. I hope they do a third iteration of the the costume to really signify who is who, because I think it would be a cooler transition to see and everything. They got the money for it. They got the budget. They can do it. So, one piece I would I do want to add before we talk about uh, a different character who got her wings. <laughs> I kind of wonder, even though this is 
from excluding like the Daredevil and the Netflix like Marvel series from this, this was definitely the most brutal Disney Plus Marvel series to date. So I kind of wonder if they also used the blackouts for when Jake would take over the body to try and actually just hide all that gore and all those action sequences that would be very violent and just show the aftermath instead. Because then you're left in your mind just picturing like, what would it look like? What happened? What did he do? Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of wondering if it's a cop-out, at least for this season. Also to kind of test the waters. And then when we come back, whenever he shows up, whether it's a season two or if it's just in whatever companion series or movie, do we actually see them more violent? Like, oh, oh, this is what it actually looks like when Jake is in control. And we kind of got a glimpse of that uh, in the final credit scene, but teach its own. Yeah, not really. He just shot him. Big whoop. Yeah. Guns are. It was good to finally get him, though. Guns are. I dumb. like what they did. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. To be mm-hmm. honest with you. With a new Daredevil show on the horizon, we're all hoping that it's not, uh, how do I say this? Watered down. Yeah. It's not, Mm. you you know, keep up with the Mm Daredevil-ness that we were used to back in 2012 or whenever whenever that came out. I can't remember. Did they swear in that show, like F-bombs and everything like that? Or were they just pretty much saying, like, the the typical, like, Uh, shit, damn, I think they swore. I don't think they used f-bombs and daredevil i know for a fact they did in luke cage um, yeah they that was they need yeah that was yeah <laughs> yeah luke cage was n-bombs and everything man um punisher also probably used a lot of f-bombs yeah i think it did uh daredevil i can't quite remember matt matt doesn't use a lot of foul language foggy doesn't use a lot of foul language kingpin's very articulate in what he says yeah so it would be weird for one of them just to be like i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> so yeah. it would have it would have had to be like a side character i mm. yeah. yeah i think you're right yeah so i agree though i hope they don't water him down but still keep like the true essence of it so yeah if we get doable if we get something like that it would make sense to give you a moon knight with a jake lockley who just just wrecks people i don't want him to be like ripping people's faces off or anything like a fucking rabid chimpanzee or anything but yeah just to make him violent just yeah like i feel like uh the new you know it's a marvel show don't crucify me the new batman has been praised for being at least in the beginning scene where he's fighting the Joker guys, he's just so, so angry in his, in his hits and his punches. And he's so brutal. That's the word I wanted. Brutal. And the brutality, I feel like I, I would enjoy that in a Moon Knight show. Also, I do want to say, I saw a meme that says daredevil, daredevil solos Wanda. If they meet in a hallway, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny. I'd, I'd watch it. Um, entire Illuminati of just Daredevil. They can see. Just Daredevil in a hallway. Solos everybody. So 
with uh, one good surprise, which I want to say for the final episode, this is probably one of my favorite parts of the whole series, was when Layla actually becomes the Scarlet Scarab. Did I pronounce that right? Scarlet Scarab, right? Scarlet Scarab. That is correct, sir. Layla is awesome. Yeah, when she takes over the the, the avatar, or she becomes the avatar and everything, and she has the suit and all the... She kicks ass. She is awesome. She was awesome. I personally love Towerette, mm-hmm. the hippo goddess of childbirth. Yeah. I think she's awesome. I think she was incredible in the show. Like, hippos mm-hmm. are cool. I thought I was so happy. And then, like, Layla's oh, like, bottomous. yeah, she's like talking to herself and, and stuff. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Scarlet Scarab was badass. She kicked ass. Her and Moon Knight together were amazing. It was awesome. Mm. It was like watching Brutal Cap and Falcon all over again. But that was the the problem. I use air quotes, very hard Mm. air quotes with the Scarlet Scarab. She was very Falcon-y. Yeah. Uh, Which can be a problem to people. It's not a problem to me. Falcon, badass. Scarlet Scarab, badass. Doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were complaining that she was very bird-like and not scarab-like, and I don't know what the hell that means. I, she had the wings like the damn scarab. Stop complaining. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that is one of the dumbest fucking criticisms I've ever heard. Yeah. Okay, but and to play devil's advocate here. I want to see what Scarlet Scarab looks like in the comics. Hippopotamus. First of all, Scarlet Scarab in the comics is a man. Yeah. He is not Layla, but something, something all fooly. It's Layla's dad is the Scarlet Scarab in the comics. Layla is not a comic book character. She's based on Marlene, who is the love interest of Mark Spector, who ends up having a baby with Jake Lockley which is a whole different thing, but something that I remembered. So as I'm looking at the comic designs of uh, the true source material here for Scarlet Scarab, you can't, you can't even say that this guy looks like a scarab. It's just this dark person with no shirt wearing this type of like, uh, like upper chest with shoulder pad sort of thing. Still barely covering him, but it just looks like wings, which literally looks like her wings. Um, it has like a Spider-Man-looking kind of emblem in his uh, like torso, where you wear like a belt and everything. Um, it literally looks like the Spider-Man symbol, except you threw some more ovular edges around it to make it look like a, uh, a scarab. And then he wears pretty much like a kilt. I'm sorry, he does not look like a scarab. So... So yeah. Don't cry about something else. Yeah, quit complaining, everybody. I, I thought she looked badass, man. I mean, I get it, but like she has the same sort of like overall design scheme, at least with like the the wings and not being like the like the upper chest shoulder covering, but more so just actual wings for. Her. And if you look at like the tr- traditional um like Egyptian hieroglyphics and everything, I don't know if it's a god or I I use this for the spoilers uh without context. But one of the hieroglyphics is like this woman kneeling down and she has her wings spread and she looks like almost like she's a hieroglyphic. So to me, she's got an awesome costume. 
in a gray suit and I think a pretty cool power set. So absolutely. I, yeah. Long winded way of saying, go fuck yourself. <laughs> absolutely. I, yeah, I loved it. Now let's uh, move on to a little criticism that I had for Moon Knight episode six and also the series as a whole. So the beginning of the show, the first person you see is Harrow. He's putting glass in his shoe and he's doing Amit's work and Amit this and, you know, the first, the original boogeyman and Amit, 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 Amit's going to come and it's going to be horrible. We have to stop this from happening. Oh no, Amit, Amit is going to destroy the world. Amit's a big, scary thing. Okay, cool. The whole show, we're, we're trying to stop Amit from coming back. Kind of a Voldemorty thing going on here. Sorry, I keep bringing up Voldemort. But, you know, they uh, they change the sky and Khonshu gets turned into stone because of Amit. And finally, Amit comes back and she is a big, scary alligator lady. Crocodile lady? It doesn't matter. Um... And she, like, tells Harrow that he is all messed up and stuff, but makes him makes him her avatar. And she becomes a megazord and grows a thousand feet tall. And then Kanchu's just like, oh, yeah. And then he grows a thousand feet tall. And then they fight for a while. And then Harrow mm-hmm. gets his ass whooped by Jake Lockley. And then Amit's defeated immediately. How are you going to build this up so much and then kill her off in like 20 minutes? Like she was barely even there. Why, why is this a thing? Man, I guess that is just like the, the typical, like whenever you get the final big bad, big bad's finally here. Ah, five minutes and they're gone. They were defeated by friendship. So I agree. Yeah, They can't all be Thanos, but yeah, Hannah pointed that out to me. She's just like, I feel like Amit was defeated way too easily. I said, that's a good point. Like, yeah. if you really wanted to build up Amit, but I guess you're not making Amit a big bad, but if you really wanted to build her up, you would have ended the season with her being released. And then you're like, oh, and then the second season is stopping Amit. But I'm sure the second season is going to be about Bushman. If there is a second season, which we will get to, people, give us a minute. And, you know, that's also part of the criticism, though, because if you were to leave her just like, what do we do now? Then everyone and their fucking mother would probably be saying, yes, their mothers too, would probably be saying, if there's this gigantic crocodile, just God, hanging around, stealing souls, where where's she at? Where haven't she been referenced in anything else? Why is this not seen? So, you know, because everyone's complaining right now, but like phase four feels like it's very... Uh, like haphazardly put together. Nothing's connected. Nothing's making sense. Also, guys, I've been there. Maybe Louis has too. Calm down. It's still the beginning of the phase and Marvel's in a different place where it didn't take two and a half phases just to get to where they wanted to. They have an entire streaming platform where they release a whole bunch of shit now. So it's okay. A lot of it's going to make sense. They have a plan. Trust in Feige. But back to my original point, if they were to not actually destroy 
uh, and defeat Haro and Amit, and they just let loose. I think it'd been kind of cool, but I think overall, just from the story perspective, it just would have opened up a lot of issues, especially from writing and the other projects. Like, what do we do about this? Um, and also leaves the potential that they start the first episode of the second season, you know, hypothetically, they defeat her, and then it's like, well, what do we do now? So it probably is better served just to end it in this first season and just move on to what they what the people want, which is Jake Lockley. However, I will say, I really did enjoy the battle on two fronts with uh, the gigantic avatars of Kanshu and Amit fighting like a Godzilla battle. That was pretty... Just personally, I've always loved the giant monster fights, so I thought that was pretty awesome. And then having the battle on foot, too, with the actual avatars themselves, that was great. So I will... I, I'm a both kind of a mindset there. All season long, I was complaining. I was not a fan of Stephen Grant. I enjoyed him when he was not the main guy in the body. That's what I kept telling you. Remember? I thought he was, he was too quick to try and like be like, okay, I'm done. But you're in the middle of a big fight, and he's just like, okay, I'm done. And he just starts getting shot or whatever. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not done. And then he turns back into Mark. So I was not a big fan of his for a long time. And then we get the whole market shot. Now they're in the uh, psych ward, Putnam, Putnam psych ward in Chicago. and. And then Mark goes and finds Steven in the sarcophagus and they hug and then they see the hippo and scream. That's how that episode ends. This episode, I don't know, then they have the whole episode where they're like friends on the boat, which was nice. I like it when they're friendly. (laughs) And then in this episode, they're like working together really well to be like Mr. Knight here and Moon Knight there and this and that. And and Mr. Knight says, oh, I'm not, I can't fly. I'll let you handle this, Mark. And then he turns into Mar- uh, Moon Knight, flies into the sky. I enjoyed Stephen Grant a lot more near the end of the series than I did at the beginning of the series. Is that fair to say? So I, I don't want to catch all the hate for hating on Stephen, but by the end, I, I liked him better. I don't, I still don't like him as the main guy. Like, I don't know, but. I think they needed to make him the main guy to make you go along with this journey of he doesn't understand what's going on. So we are trying to figure it out along with him because if it was just Mark and then all of a sudden just Steven showed up, I think we'd be a little disoriented and be like, well, why the hell? Why? But yeah, I I think it, it, served a better purpose narratively in this format of actual like television going with the uh, you know the lesser of the personality the the one who's a bumbling idiot and people don't really take seriously or anything of that nature is watch him develop and actually become more attuned with the other personality so um I still love Steven I think he had one he personally I think he had the best one liners and best dialogue in the whole show I mean Sting like a butterfly, fly or like float like a butterfly. Sting like a V. My name's Stephen with the V. I will never like 
Some of the shit he said. I had what was episode two. I had six different quotes to go through, all from him in your one sixth, episode. Your sixth one didn't work. Yeah, and I had to go back and edit it later. R.I.P. So, like, sixth one. And I think it was one. I think it was that quote actually. But like that's what I'm saying. Like they actually had good distinction between the characters. So I'm happy. Oh, so you mentioned it. But we'll we'll just breeze through this. Uh, Harrow mm. Harrow ends up losing. He ends up at the Putnam psychiatric ward in uh, mm. Chicago. Previous to that, Stephen and Mark get their deal with Conchu. They don't want to be his avatar anymore, mm-hmm. so they are set free to be two guys in the same. And now you see Harrow and then just a uh, a figure, a man, walks in and he takes Harrow and he goes, oh, yeah, I got him. And then, or he's, he's speaking Spanish. So he says whatever in Spanish. And he walks out to a, to the limo and he puts Harrow in and he like, he like, you remember, <laughs> you remember in uh, Avengers Endgame when Hulk is like just smashing stuff, but he's smart Hulk. So he's like, he like moves a motorcycle a little bit. I feel like yeah. that same energy went into throwing his uh, wheelchair. <laughs> Jake Lockley oh. threw the wheelchair or whatever. And he gets into the car and Conchu's sitting there and, oh, Arthur Harrow. And they talk for a minute and he goes, meet my friend. And then it's Oscar Isaac. And he goes, that's Jake yeah. Lockley. And then he says something in Spanish probably. Bang, shoots him. Done. Moon Knight will return. I don't even know if it said that. Did it say that at the end? Uh, I can't recall, but one thing I did see, because a lot of people were saying this is just one, it's a limited series. Then there was like a tweet that went out right before the final episode that said season one finale, and then I think they quickly deleted it, and then finale came out. And So odds are they're not going to do this only as one show, and if they do, it has to be like, you know, technically, we don't have Ant-Man solo movies anymore, right? Now it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. It could be Moon Knight and the Scarlet Scarab. It could be something else at the title, but still continue on the story. Because there's no way they finally led up all the way to finally getting Jake Lockley. And uh, we get that really suave-looking Khonshu in the limousine to just kind of end it and let it be on its own. That'd be a very bold move of them. And I think Oscar Isaac is too uh, too expensive of an actor just to have that for one series. And I want to see him. I think the fans want to see him. Everyone was talking about Jake. Where's Jake the whole time? All right, Devin. At State Farm, where is he? We know that Brian thinks we're going to get Conchu and and uh, Moon Knight back in Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. You seem to think that he is coming back. Where or when do you see that happening? If mm. if if at all, or or if you have to like make a uh, make a guess. That's a good question. You know, part of I, I want to say there's a five percent chance he shows up in Thor: Love and Thunder, mainly because we know gods were pretty prominent in uh, Moon Knight, and also in this movie, there's going to be a lot of like gods and stuff. Like you know, freaking Zeus is in it, so it wouldn't surprise me. But I feel like somewhere Spoiler. along with this, <laughs> yeah, it's Kurt Russell, don't you know? Um, 
Double spoiler. <laughs> He's a variant. He's not Ego. He's now Kurt Russell as Zeus. <laughs> Anyways, inside joke that I originally cut many episodes ago. Throwback. If we see Moon Knight... God, I... I almost want to say he shows up in Daredevil. Bold. Where does where does Stephen Grant live? Are you talking about where he actually lived in what's supposed to be like London? Is it London? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be London, but they didn't actually shoot it in London yeah, but, because but, of the museum and but everything. He, he but he lives yeah, he's in, in London, London, and then he li- goes to Cairo. What brings him to New York? What brings he's him a- to Hell ki- Hell's Kitchen? That's the the thing with uh, Matt, Matt Murdock. Vengeance. Vengeance does. Um, yeah. Windpipes to break. That would be cool. My... My issue is with the phase four stuff. I feel like we haven't seen any characters that we've already seen in phase four again, Mm. except for Wanda at this point, it feels like. Because in phase four, you know, you get Wanda vision and you haven't seen vision since you get uh, Falcon winter soldier. You haven't seen either of those guys since. You haven't seen um, John Walker since. You know, then you get Loki, and you haven't seen Loki at all. You know, we thought Loki. I I thought Loki was going to be in Multiverse of Madness twice. Hmm. I think the only person would be Elena. Elena, yeah, Elena. You get you get again, but that's just, it. Just I feel no, like and Wong. Wong's everywhere. Wong. Wong's everywhere. Yeah, come on. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. But I feel like for them to do Moon Knight this quickly and then put him in Thor, it just, it would, it wouldn't make a lot of sense because people are. Well, they did want to originally, the showrunner did want to put, uh, I mean, it was a director, but they ran out of budget and it would just take too much out of their time and everything. They did want to put like gore. They wanted to put gore in an, like in the final credit scene for the show. Which makes sense. So if they had that idea originally, what what would they have done other than just showing him like he's like on Thanos. the prowl? <laughs> like, yeah, kind of like a Thanos kind of cameo. Yeah. Or would they actually have some sort of relation? So that's why I'm kind of like, I see Brian's original point and prediction that it's certainly possible that we could see Moon Knight show up in Thor, but I just don't know to what extent because a lot of this movie isn't going to be spent on Earth. So unless Moon Knight is somehow cosmic all of a sudden, like, I I don't know. Midgard. Midgard. Anywho. (laughs) Uh, Where the Terrans live. With Moon Knight, it's rough. Because I don't think we see him again this calendar year. And... Oh, yeah, probably not. And Brian brings up a few good points. Because... (laughs) He could appear in Thor. I, you gave it a five percent chance. I give it a one percent chance. I'm pretty much certain he's not going to be in Thor. Uh, October, we're supposed to get like a Marvel 
Halloween special. I don't know that it has a, a name werewolf yet. By night. Is it Werewolf by Night? Did they yeah. announce that? So that's a big yeah. Moon Knight thing. So he could be in that. He should Good be point. in that. But is he going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Could be just a tiny cameo. You know, y- Yelena we got from a movie to a show, but we've never seen anybody go from a show to a movie other than Wanda and, you know, Wong. But mm-hmm. it it's just, it seems, it seems like very quick. Like we haven't seen Shang-Chi at all. We haven't seen, you know, we're going to do another episode about this, about all the, uh, all the loose ends we got. But I feel like if we see him again, it'll probably be his own thing, be it a Moon Knight movie, be it Moon Knight season two, be it Moon Knight and the Scarlet Scarab, be it whatever, 2024 or something like that. I think it's going to be a while. Personal opinion. I if it was up to me, we'd get him immediately. I would love to see him right right freaking now. But <laughs> but it's not. So well, let me ask you this, Louis. So now that we've had a number of series come out, where does this fall within your rankings on just the Disney Plus series? This is so incredibly loud. And what do you have? We have WandaVision. We have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We also have Loki. Loki. And then we have your favorite, What If. Then we have uh, Hawkeye. And then we have now Moon Knight. So it's a total of uh, six series that have released in the past year and a half. So where does this fit for you? Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I've been- there we go. Are you muted again? All right, computer, get your head out of your ass. Am I talking now? Yeah, now I hear you. <laughs> sorry about thing. that. So, <laughs> I've been. I sent this list to Greg, and uh, I don't want to contradict myself. But I'm certain Loki is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawkeye would be number two for me, I think, of the series is. Mm-hmm. Now, three and four, you said there's six, right? Yeah, one division, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, and Moon Knight. So, Loki and Hawkeye are my one and two. Uh, I would say what if is my number six. I would say WandaVision's my number five. Mm. Um so Moon Knight and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Neck and neck. Uh, yeah, I would say I probably liked Falcon and Winter Soldier better just because the Captain America of it all. Yeah. The John, you know, I've, I was a huge John Walker fan, but also I'm not a huge Winter Soldier fan, so he brought it down for me a little bit. But, mm-hmm. but I like I like Moon Knight more more than I liked the the whole uh, 
people story of it all. Like, like if it was just mm-hmm. Moon Knight out there kicking ass, I would have liked it more. But you need the storyline, so yeah. it's it's not my, you know, it's just me. So probably five, four, four. So probably four, but like a high four. Like it's closer to three than it is to. Hold on, I'm gotcha. confusing. I'm confusing the shit out of myself. It's closer to three than it is to five. That makes gotcha. sense. I feel you. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm kind of a similar list to you. Just kind of switch some things up a little bit, but I think I put this at five for me. I was going in with high expectations. So low, but I, <laughs> yeah. Which you want know, to think about it? Because like, I agree. The Falcon Winter Soldier. It would have been my fifth spot, but or well, technically fourth, excluding the show ahead of time. Um, but I agree that I think it had a better all overall story, especially with the people, and I felt like there was more emotional attachment to that. Uh, with with Moon Knight, I didn't really feel anything, but also it was it's new. I'm not trying to take anything away from the show. We still need to see more development from, you know, the titular character and everything to see what can actually expand and happen and this was a lot of getting established of something new because all the other shows pretty much what like the exception of hawkeye with uh kate bishop everyone was pretty much already in the mcu and you you know who they are so you already like them and so you, they can veer off and do a different story because you already are a fan of wanda or vision or um especially loki so i think that's really the differentiating factor there excluding what if just because that is not even comparable so i think i put it at number five sidebar loki is weird to me because before the show i didn't like loki (laughs) like he wasn't really everybody loves him so much and i was just like he's he's okay i whatever the more i think about it I think Loki might be one of my top five characters in the entire MCU. It's, it's and it really ha- comes down to yeah. being Tom Hiddleston. It's just think... so fantastic as the character that it's hard to not think of just Marvel without thinking of Loki, his iteration of the character. I don't think Loki. That story was my, good. I don't think Loki breaks my top ten favorite characters in the MCU. We'll have to do a breakdown of that on an episode. That'd be fun. Number one, mm. Steve Rogers. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. I mean, I'm always, uh, Number two, we'll come back John Walker. It. No. <laughs> All righty, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about uh, on Moon Knight as we wrap up the series and um, hopefully season? <laughs> no, I think, I think we hit a lot of points. Um, I do have a, a little question for you, though. Mm-hmm. do you think you would have been as excited for Moon Knight if it was not Oscar Isaac playing the head role, the Ooh. lead role? Um, Before seeing the show, probably a little bit less. But after seeing the show, I don't think it really would have affected anything. Oscar Isaac's great. He did a fantastic job. Um, but one of my criticisms is like he's in everything, which all, I mean, great for him. He's working on all the cash and he does a great job, but I don't need to see the same constant 
a cycle of celebrities or who's hot right now in the MCU. I like it when it's someone newer. Like, case in point, uh, May Kalamoy, I think that's a pronounced name, but basically Layla's character. Never seen her, never heard of her. Fantastic. I loved her. Whenever she's on the screen and in the scene, I felt like she was pretty much stealing the, the scene. And that's why I'm so excited. Like, Scarlet Scarab was honestly one of my favorite parts of the whole show. So I like it when they give an opportunity to people who are unknown and or at least maybe had one role and now you're trying to put them into something else to excel their career and show their acting chops. So if they were to have done that with Oscar Isaac, you find someone who can be batshit crazy, but then very mysterious at the same time, just like what we saw with Oscar Isaac. I think that would have actually probably made my, I'll go back and I think change my answer. I think I would have been a little bit more excited to see the intrigue and see what this person can do with it and hopefully become a huge fan favorite. How about you? Do you feel like Oscar Isaac's uh, role as now, a character affects you? You just perception? said that Oscar Isaac is in everything, and I don't watch stuff. Like Oscar Isaac wasn't in, uh, say, Paw Patrol. He's not in yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah. He's not in Paw Patrol. He's not on Go Diego Go. You know, he's yet. not on uh, Go Piet. Go Oscar, go. If I'm watching TV with my wife, he's not on uh, um, the Food Network. You know, he's not on Beat Bobby Flay out there cooking his, his, mm-hmm. his where's Dancing he from? Stars. He's from uh, El Salvador. I think it's El Salvador. Yeah, he's El Salvador not out or there. Ecuador. He's not on there cooking his, his, his food. Uh, if I'm not watching that, I'm watching Marvel stuff. Before Moon Knight, he wasn't in anything Marvel. So he was Apocalypse. I, he, yeah. Sure. Anyway. Um, yeah. Very sad. Anyway, I didn't really like know him very well. And uh-huh. so I was excited to see him now. Like, you know, I earlier I said I've watched the Star Wars twice. Truth be told, I haven't seen any Star Wars movie at all ever. Mm. I've 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 been in the room while they've been on. I've never watched a Star Wars movie. So Poe Dameron is not a name <laughs> that I know. And coming into this show, everybody said, "Oh, Oscar Isaac's going to be Moon Knight." And I thought Oscar Isaac was Pedro Pascal. Ah. So I thought I see. I thought Pedro Pascal was going to be Moon Knight. And then I think you've corrected me about six times because you're like, no, no. And I was like, oh, okay. Cause I'm dumb. So I'm not opposed to that though. Like I show me that episode of what if I, I that could have been interesting, but also Pedro is becoming to be just in everything too. Like he's yeah. in the last of us show. He's in Mandalorian. He's in, um, he's, he's a popular guy. Nicholas Cage, like he's in the yeah. Awesome so fella. I was excited to see him. Mm. You know, he's he's got the, you know, handsome guy, good actor. So to me, not well known, but very well known to the public. Mm. So yeah. Um had it been a different person, I still would have watched it because I will watch anything that says Marvel on it, except for X-Men mm. Apocalypse, I guess, as you've, as we've learned. But 
I don't know. That's that's all that I have to say about that. Fair enough. Well, if you guys have uh, any feedback or sh- thoughts, anything you want to share with us about what you thought of Moon Knight, where you think we may see him again in the future, you can easily do so by either emailing us. Our email address is earthy94podcast at gmail.com or you can go on to our uh, website and we have a nice contact form that you can send in anything you ever want to talk about to us. Just go to www.earthy94podcast.com and we'll have a link for it in the show notes for you. So Louie, we have one last thing before we uh, adjourn for this week's episode and let uh, the third person I take over. We got some trivia. Trivia. Careful, I'm going to sample. Why don't I have a trivia sample? All right, I knew. Add that to my bucket list. What is Um, trivia? So we had from May. That's why you were waving, you dirty dog. You were just waving at me earlier. And then I see now it's on her Instagram story. Hey. So I need to preface this trivia because I found something out thanks to a couple of people. Um, I'll shout out here in a minute, who actually let us know that the way we designed that trivia, which is by we, I mean I, um, I made it so you can't choose the correct answer on certain devices. Apparently, some older models of iPhone and uh, Android devices have a different part on their Instagram story that where the D, the correct answer, was at, it has overlaid send a message when viewing versus when other people see it, um, like myself, it says send a message underneath. So I want to apologize to people who are experiencing that issue. That is solely an Instagram thing. and I don't know. So I have to kind of tweak my design a little bit moving forward or just now you know, D is never going to be the right answer. So I want to give everyone who answered uh, a free shout out this week. All over 20 something people who responded, you're all getting shout outs. It's like when the teacher messes up something and everyone just gets a 100% on the assignment. Ooh. Congratulations. Even if you got it wrong, we're giving you a shout out. We've never done this. So shout out to President Darren. Uh, Lights, camera, rant. Emily Sweetart. KA142. Luke Too Saucy. Uh, Jonah Jorgensen. I am D Mac 31. Kill him 112. That says I'm D Mac 121. Or I, I'm <laughs> hey, D Mac 31 because I'm dumb. Yep. You said Kell him. Yep. Uh James V94. They call me Trey. Uh Skylar Ricketts. T Sims 15. GC Malashevsky. Oh, you got him this time. Uh, Cody Garcia, 16. Artillery. NYC underscore A9. Brett is amazing. Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Jedi Summers. Who is the one who told me. So thank you, Jedi. Uh, may the force be with you. Kaj Wills. Jabs himself. Hey, Jeffress B. Um, dude, I miss anyone. I think uh, Nerd Dose Podcast. Did we get NYC underscore A9? Well, here you are again, friend. Ocampo Custom. I don't know if we said him. Shout out, Dan. You're the best. And that is everyone. 
So thank y'all. Thank you so much for doing the trivia. I will eventually become a human again and give you more content. I also just realized we didn't even read off what the trivia was. Um, the question was an Avengers Endgame. Who volunteers first to use the nano gauntlet? And now one thing I do think this is kind of funny. So I wanted to give something that was going to be Thor centric because this was the day after the trailer. And so I just, uh, before I thought about it, I just asked Alyssa, I was like, just pick a Marvel movie. And then she thought I was like saying, oh, you want to watch a Marvel movie like 10 or 30 at night right now? I was like, no, just, just pick a movie. And she chose Endgame. And then I was like, all right, that's what my trivia is going to be. And then it just worked out that the question I thought of within a couple seconds later of uh, her sharing that answer with me, I thought of the Nano Gauntlet, which was Thor. So just like Faggy says, it's all connected. Do you know what's running through my veins? Cheese Whiz. Cheese whiz. <laughs> I almost thought about making it like a silly thing like that. Like what is running through Thor's veins in Endgame? Something silly like that. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> well... Thank you all for listening. Join us on Instagram. Join us on TikTok. Join us on Discord. All the links will be in the show notes for this episode, so we'd appreciate you to check it out. And also, before we go, we'd be remiss to ask you to consider giving us a review. I now saw that we're on Apple Podcasts. We're getting some more five-star reviews, so thank you all so much. If you go ahead and give a comment and share some things in there when you give the review, we'll read it on the air especially if it's nice. But if it's not, we'll also do a roast of ourselves and uh, read what you had to say about us. We'd love to hear it. Same thing with Spotify and everything else has some sort of review feature. Consider giving it for us. For all the free funnies. We'll have more in store for you guys coming up soon, so definitely stay tuned. We have some new stickers. We have new stickers are things. sick, bro. They're Louis sick. We're getting Wolverine. Alrighty, everyone. Take care. We'll be back next week talking about some awesome new things in the MCU. Maybe some more news as we approach one more week until we can actually uh, get closer towards Miss Marvel premiering. So it's going to be a great time. All right, everybody. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Daredevil solos Wanda if they meet in a hallway. <laughs>